0: I think that was a pregnancy dress. It looked like so a muumu that someone would have wore. Muumu. age of movies was going to the video store the highlight of your week then you are in the right place welcome to mike and anthony soda pop culture club me mike along with my co-host anthony it's the end of the month they're out of toilet seat covers oh my gosh bring our take on tv movies and all pop culture from the 80s 90s and beyond we release our take on a classic movie every Monday during our review, we will open up a six pack of favorite scenes and point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we will rate the movie from one to twenty four cans. One can being you were dumped before you got to prom. Twenty four cans being you got to wear the nicest suit and go out with the hottest chick not named Molly Ringwald. And that's what I'm, and that's what I'm sticking to. But before Isn't we
1: can- <laughs> twenty four cans, you scored after prom.
0: Yeah, well, you know, what's scoring? What is scoring these days? It could be going, just going with the right person could be scoring.
1: Now, scoring is having the sex.
0: It's having the sex. The sex sex. is scoring. (laughs) But before we get to all that, uh, we want to let you know. If you want to see our episode schedule and enjoy all things Soda Pop Culture Club, then go to SodaPopCultureClub.com where you can make your own movie suggestions. If you want to guarantee we do your movie, all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Vim or PayPal under at SodaPopCultureClub.com and make sure you say what it is for. What was your suggestion on the last one? You said we should do Uh, tears. Oh, yeah. So
1: $25 will do your movie. $50 will do it on helium.
0: Yes. So, yeah, hey, double it and we'll do it on helium. Uh, we strongly encourage you to email us as well, telling us why you want us to do the movie you requested. You can email us at Mike and Anthony at SodapopCultureClub.com. A couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with, with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post memes related to the movies we discuss. We also have a Twitch channel that we are bringing online, or I have brought online actually, where I play some games on the Xbox, do some editing live. And maybe we'll even do some watch parties. And finally, I want to urge you to go to Apple Podcast and leave a five-star review and comments because this helps us grow our show. Anthony, tell these people what we are doing this week. Uh, this is a uh, John Hughes classic, one of
1: the John Hughes classics. This mm. is what someone with a lot of talent can do, make an ugly fucking pink dress. <laughs> so let's, here's our breakdown by the numbers written by John Hughes and directed by Howard Deutsch and starring Molly Ringwald, Harry Dean Stanton, John Cryer, Annie Potts, James Spader, Andrew McCarthy, and the more important Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. Pretty in Pink was released on February 28th, 1986, taking in $40.5 million at the box office against a $9 million budget. It scores 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 73% on Rotten
0: Tomatoes. Uh, Yeah. He just made me think of Andrew Dice Clay, uh, Little Miss Muffet. Yeah, I fucked the bitch. <laughs> That's a fucking no. Andrew Dice Clay joke. Isn't that what he Little, says?
1: No, Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider, said, "What's in the bowl, bitch?"
0: <laughs> yeah, what's in the bowl, bitch? Hey, he. Had, what was the other one he did? He did one where he just says that he says the name goes. Why well, yeah, the monkey fall from
1: the tree because he was fucking dead? <laughs> a different movie. But
0: he is the most sexist comic. Ever. And if you listen to his, uh, have you ever listened to his tapes, his cassettes back in the day? Yes. Yes. Oh, so you have, like yeah. I have. I didn't know you were that well listened. But yeah, he is pretty bad. I mean, uh, Sam it's, it's, it's I
1: used to listen to his.
0: Yeah, he was good. All his.
1: I won't say Andrew Dice Clay is the most sexist because that's, that's a there's a fairly large
0: pool there. But he, I will say this, you know what he is. And I think it's a shtick. Like when you go there, you know he's going to be that guy. He's going to, he's going to sexualize your date if you're in the front row. So don't sit in the front row. Let me,
1: let me also just throw in there. I got to say, just speaking of Andrew Dice Clay, though, when I saw him in A Star is Born, I was like, holy shit. Yes. It's the Dice Man.
0: I got so excited. (laughs) It was awesome. He still has a career. Just saying. It is always nice. It oh, always that'd be nice. a good one. I hope somebody right. wants us to do
1: Ford Fairlane. That would be awesome.
0: Ford Fairlane? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to request it myself. So you better hope someone else does. <laughs> so, um, Anthony, I think it's that time. You know what time it is. Do you know what Let's time it is? Let's play the game.
1: Let's play the All big right. fucking All review right. game.
0: First time! Yes! Got it right. All right, so (laughs) I have some reviews that I'm going to read to Anthony. There's three of them. One of them is fake, and he's going to try and guess which one that is. And you, too, can play along and let, let us know if you want how you do when you do this. So, Anthony, Janet Muslim of the New York Times. Ms. Ringwald's pouty naturalness remains her biggest asset, and her performance is once again appealing. Dave Kerr of the Chicago Reader. This is like every other Hughes film, just a little shoddier. George Newton of the Chicago Tribune. I think Ducky is a dreadful character. Okay. Read him one more time. Okay, I have to read him. Oh, this is dad, yeah, you should be writing them down. Janet Muslim, New York Times. Miss Ringwald's pouty naturalness remains her biggest asset, and her performance is once again appealing. Dave Kerr, Chicago Reader, this is like every other Hughes film, just a little shoddier. George Newton, Chicago Tribune, I think Ducky is a dreadful character. I'm going to say the second one. I got you! (laughs) What was it? The third one. Third, yeah. But to be fair, I did change it. It I was... It was between two and three. Uh, ducky i was gonna say i think ducky should be your spirit animal i should be everyone's spirit animal and i knew you'd get that yeah so i was like you know i gotta make it a negative about ducky because if you look at the reviews back then most of the reviews were negative about ducky so just makes sense it makes sense it made sense it made sense anyways before we get to the business i want to get to a fact before we start reading this off john hughes Named the film Pretty in Pink because Molly Ringwald liked the psychedelic first song. So the whole reason for the season, the name, is because of that. So interesting, isn't it? I I knew that already, but it's
1: semi-interesting. Yeah.
0: And also, do you think he named the character Andy because of Andy McDowell being so hot?
1: You know what? I don't know. Because that's not
0: a name you heard a lot.
1: No, I feel like I did hear that.
0: Yeah. I just before. wonder. Oh, actually, all right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do it. High school senior Andy Walsh lives with her un- underemployed, working class father Jack in a Chicago suburb. Andy's best friend, the outsider Phil Ducky Dale, is in love with her, but is afraid to tell her how he truly feels. I don't know about that. In school, Ducky and Andy, along with their friends, are harassed and bullied by the arrogant Richie kids, specifically Benny Hanson. And her boyfriend Steph McKee, who finds Andy attractive and secretly resents having been rejected by her. So there you go. That's it. That's our opening. Yeah, Steph, I, I, you know Richie kids. Who is Steph's Steph. a douche? But you know, but he's so good. I mean, did the uh, did I have that fact in here? Because if I don't, I will. I will. I'll just. I know an off the cuff fact that that isn't I don't think I put it in here no I didn't okay so uh James Spader yeah did the audition so well they hated him because of how he was being and they knew he was the right guy like he came in with the cigarette with the arrogant attitude and did it so well that they said fuck that guy and put him in the movie <laughs> hate, you. <laughs> hate you um so yeah they really I mean he he just he 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 nailed it. He had a home run with that. Um, that wasn't even a fact I was going to put in here because I thought didn't think it would be him. But sounds like you don't like him. <laughs> oh, and I love hate you. I love how all these Hughes movies are in Chicago suburbs or Chicago because I'm a big Cubs fan. Yeah. So you always see something Cubs somewhere along the way. I don't know if we saw it in this one section, but but you always do see something Bears or Cubs. You always see Chicago sports somewhere in there. I like that. That's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. So, uh, the one thing, I, I, Ducky, I, do you think she knows how much he's in love with her? Or do I you th- think this is like the friend's ultimate friend zone where no, she's I think blinded by the friend zone that she can't see it? No, I think
1: she knows it. Yeah, she knows it, but she's trying to keep him in the friend zone.
0: That's awful. That's um, awful. Have you ever been friend zoned? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I meant like where you were trying and new, Oh, I'm not breaking through that, that thing that she's got going on for me. I, so you're like, ah, I'm moving on. Cause I, I, don't know, I don't know. Actually. And then because, cause you know, we have the, we did the movie, um, uh, uh, when Harry met Sally and we talked about men and women being friends. And right. especially at that age, a guy is totally thinking with one part of his anatomy. And if, if a guy is wise to the fact that he never has a chance with somebody, a girl's women a girl is way more genuine about their their relationship uh when it comes to being a friend and being there for someone men mm-hmm. are really only there if there's something there for them it feels sometimes and once there was nothing there i feel like like men will move on and a girl will be like why would he do that cuz they don't understand that we really don't care other than the one thing <laughs> so i mean i feel i, I feel sad about that cuz wow um, you know, I just you just makes you think of that. Think about because because men really are driven by one thing at that age, and it's like you really no. don't care. Like we don't need a healthy, nurturing relationship. We that's not what we're looking for. Ducky is in love. Yeah, he's smitten. He is smitten, but it's it's puppy love, and and I'm saying, but most guys would move on, like like be like, oh, okay, I can't go out with you you never got with me kind of like Steph he moved on but then behind the scenes sabotaged her life he, he's like if yeah. I can't have it fuck it she ain't getting what she wants either that's right you know that's was his goal at that point so just say it just say it alright so and then we meet her father who's kind of I mean have you seen the pickup artist yeah the movie okay reminds me like it seems like they used this with her twice you know this movie and then that like the father's always kind of a deadbeat is that like a is that like a Molly Ringwald thing no, no. It's like it's, it's we'll like call a, that the the Molly trope. The Molly trope, yeah, like cuz that that's like the deadbeat dad. Um and then in, in 16 Candles her parents forget her birthday. party so she has shitty parents in that.
1: Yeah. Oh, technically. Jeez. We'll call it, that's Kevin McAllister said right there. Yeah. <laughs> shitty parents.
0: Well, te- the same guy wrote <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. He is all about deadbeat parents. Parents.
0: He's all about fuck those parents. Yeah, the Griswolds. I mean, come on. <laughs> Those are his invention. So, I, say,
1: I mean, misguided parents usually do make for
0: a better comedy. They do. They do. So they definitely do. Oh, the Uncle Buck. I mean, Uncle Buck. <laughs> parents again. <laughs> odd
1: coloration. Where on the lawn, are they? All. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. While working after school at a record store called Trax. Cool name where they staple records to the ceiling. Andy starts talking about her school senior prom to her manager, I manager Iona, who advises Andy to go despite not having a date. So go stag Blaine McDonough, one of the preppy boys at Steph's and Steph's best friend, supposedly starts talking to Andy and eventually asks her out after getting some record album advice on what would be white hot to listen to
0: white hot actually didn't he pick some shit like like yes. uh, like old like Lawrence Welk shit or something like like it was bad I mean like I don't understand yeah. and and I want to go oh you know Trax is a cool name but but there's a new movie out right now that I wanted to see and I haven't been able to go to the theater or anything and it's, it's called licorice pizza do you know what I'm talking yes, about yes I have I've seen okay about it yes so so what I learned is people are like why is it called licorice pizza and then I found out that there used to be A chain of music stores in like California, like they're in San Fernando Valley or something like that, and they were called Licorice Pizza, and Licorice pertained to the tape, you know, like being licorice, like you pull out of the tape, and Pizza being the vinyl. So I just thought that was interesting. Tracks is another cool name, like you know, I never, I wish I was cool enough to own a record store that had a cool fucking name. That's all. Tracks.
1: Um, Steve Lawrence. That was the album, by the way. It was pretty shitty. Steve Lawrence white hot
0: white hot whoa i i would like to go up to her and go hey andy which one of these is a panty dropper there you go (laughs) that's white hot (laughs) no not happening <laughs> but he's Steph's friend. that's what I don't get. like how does that guy? Is it just because they have money and they're the only people who could hang out and and keep up with each other's social scene? Is that really what it is because they have nothing in common it seems
1: um i I'm just gonna assume their parents are both rich, they live in the same neighborhood they grew up together it's It's yeah one like those. they were hanging out at the club yeah. and
0: play golf together and shit yes. because they were stuck there. Yeah, okay,, yeah. I get it, okay. I was like, yeah, man cause that guy. They, Andrew McCarthy is a he he him and James Spader have a different look, and you can tell just by looking at him which one is the asshole. He, they picked great people for those parts in that way. Andrew McCarthy always had a softer, nicer guy look than yeah. than than, than uh, James Spader. James Spader, you know, I mean, Sex Lies and Videotape, I mean, or whatever is that what he's in? Yeah, I mean, he's in some <laughs> he's in some crazy movies. The Secretary. I mean, <laughs> It's like he's done some shit.
1: Mannequin some- with Andrew the Crash. With have Andrew you ever seen Parker.
0: the movie Crash? Crash. And yeah. I'm not talking. Yeah, but I'm talking the one he was in, not the one that won all the Oscars. <laughs> oh
1: no, I don't think I have. I'm. I was thinking of the other one.
0: Um, he was one with Lauren Holly or something like that. Where the he's in a support. He's in a support group for people who are in car accidents, but they find out that they strangely have a kink to it, meaning that when they get an accident, they get. Get really sexually excited and have to have sex right away. Yeah. So like the whole thing is about them having getting in a car accident and having sex. It's really weird. Okay. I, I suggest people find that and watch it, just because it's just I don't know, fucking weird. Okay. Uh, does that have Rebecca De Mornay in it? Maybe I don't know. I can't remember. But it ha- it was oh. very sexual. I'll tell you so a movie I
1: watched with Rebecca De Mornay, whore. Whore, that's, that's called risky that's, business, right? No, that's the name of the movie. Whore. <laughs> See, she plays a prostitute.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, really, I could tell by the title. <laughs> yep, sure does. <laughs> oh man. Oh great. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll get into the next. I'll read the next thing because this is where some more. This is where the real fun stuff starts. Okay. On the night of the date, Andy waits for Blaine at tracks, but he is late. Ducky enters and asks Andy to go out with him. But she ignores him, of course. When Blaine arrives, Blaine brings Andy to Steph's house party where Andy is mistreated by Richie partygoers. Andy then brings Blaine to a local nightclub where Iona is sitting with Ducky, who is hostile towards Blaine. After another argument with Ducky, Andy and Blaine walk out of the club. Andy tells Blaine that she wants to go home but refuses to let him bring her there, admitting that she doesn't want him to see where she lives. She eventually allows him to drop her off and asks her, to the prom and they share their first kiss uh andy visits iona the next day to talk about the date. meanwhile Blaine, pressured by steph and his rich friends begins distancing himself from andy all right this is so, where the bullshit
1: starts it is now we both got our first six pack which is the same one
0: it is all right um, i'll hit it ducky's dance there you go. You're right. But it's also yeah. my generic. But you that's go right. ahead. Tell why you like it. Tell why you because like it. Because
1: it's epic. It is? It's an epic scene. I'm going to double up here if I can. You me- okay. Okay. My other six pack, Ducky's wardrobe is impeccable.
0: All right. Um, that That's interesting. Um, I will. I'll go into some facts then All for right. this one. He's okay. like the best
1: dressed guy in the movie. <laughs>
0: Okay, so because this is the ducky section, I call it. This is where he gets angry. This is where he does the dance. This is where he, you know, we really, it's interesting. The ducky facts. Here we go. Um, Howard Deutsch wanted Anthony Michael Hall to play ducky, but Molly Ringwald wanted Robert Downey Jr., just to let you know. Yes, I did know that. Deutsch approached Anthony Michael Hall to play ducky, but Hall felt that Pretty in Pink was just rehashing 16 Candles. How are you going to compete with Michael Hall, Deutsch said. And you couldn't ignore me if you tried. I guess it must be a show. Hall after Breakfast Club was like the greatest kid in the universe, and Ducky uh, was like
1: That's it's not a show.
0: What is? You, you couldn't, couldn't
1: ignore, ignore me if you tried. That's Breakfast Club. Oh, the quote from oh, Breakfast so. Club.
0: <laughs> well, he said in a thing called "You couldn't ignore me if you tried." It must be like in a, a documentary. Like, yeah, but, okay. Okay.
1: okay, in that. And, yeah. and,
0: and Ant- and he said and Ducky was Michael Hall, but he wouldn't do it. So Ducky was meant to be Anthony Michael Hall. So okay, here's another one. Which yeah, Ducky got his close-up during the expertly choreographed dance scene, and so did his signature pointy-toed white shoes, according to Yahoo News. His standout footwear was handpicked by the film's costume designer at Nana, an L.A. punk rock shop, also responsible for Julia Roberts' unforgettable thigh-high boots from Pretty Woman. There we go. So That's
1: a store you want to shop at.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, sure. And John Cryer, here he is, speaking on some things. I had the ducky shoes for the longest time, and then in the mid-'90s, I lent them to Planet Hollywood, which decided that I wasn't lending them. I was giving them. <laughs> Despite documents to the contrary, Cryer told Entertainment Weekly. They're probably in the last remaining Planet Hollywood in, you know, Singapore or something. Isn't that ridiculous? The ducky shoes should be mine. And he's right. Those are his damn shoes uh, for sure. But I'm going to hit my generic because I did say I have a generic. Uh And I'm saying the genances also is my... I love this. Here's the thing. I actually can sing that song for real. So it's always generic to me when someone does a lip sync of something that it's not really you. The dance is the only thing he did that was original in his thing. So while I appreciate the song, I appreciate the moment. That's why it's, and I know how important it is. That's why it's a six pack. I also, it's my generic. Cause I think, yeah, he could have done better. Probably could have done something else better. Something more original to him and something more personal to her. And maybe he would have won her over. So there you go. You're on mute dragon. Steve Lawrence.
1: He should have done that. What's
0: Steve Lawrence?
1: The White Hot album?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have done the White Hot, because that's fucking White Hot, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they get their first kiss here, though. The, yeah. Her, yeah. I mean, that's another... I will say this, John Hughes, I think at this point, the John Hughes film, I think that's why this one was probably the last movie he did with the high school theme that people actually were into at all. Because after this, I don't remember him having. I think he tried to do playing for keeps or whatever. She's having a baby. One of those, but it didn't do as well. Like playing for keeps, yeah, yeah. Like and it didn't. And it wasn't as it wasn't received as well. And then all of a sudden, he started switching to the kids' entertainment. Like when he did, um, like we said, Home Alone, Beethoven. Yep. He started. He changed his focus at that point because I think he was the '80s were his time, and it ran out on him. I, I think that's what happened here. And yeah, he his, told his stories. Tropes. He told them well. He had a moment. He had a moment. It, it. I don't know. But the thing is, is I think in some ways they translate really well to today. It's just that it, you couldn't freshen them up. Like there's no way to tell that story again in today's world. I don't think some of these stories are are in their time because of the technology and circumstances. It's kind of crazy. Um uh, but I'm saying that all to say that he had all a lot of the similar similarities in all the movies, like the first kiss is and, and the you know not you know the reluctant uh couple wanting to go back to a house or you know being yeah. poor and rich, the whole that whole thing. Yep. Um like it it all those things played in all of his movies. All of them. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen.
1: Jack presents Andy with a pink dress. That he has bought for her. However, they begin to argue because Jack has been lying about going to a full-time job. Jack breaks down, revealing that he is still bitter and depressed about his wife having left him. And she left them both. Dad didn't get it. Yes. Jesus. Anyway. Anyway. At school, Andy confronts Blaine for avoiding her and not returning her calls, because this is back when you would call people instead of text them. When asked about prom, he claims they already asked somebody else and forgot about it. Slick move. Totally believable. Andy calls Blaine a liar and tells him that he's ashamed of being seen with her because he knows his rich friends will not approve, and he can't go play squash anymore with them. Andy runs away as a teary-eyed Blaine leaves because he's a crier. He's a little bit of a Billy Bob with Steph trashing Andy as he passes. Ducky overhears Steph and attacks him in the hallway in a brutal grudge match. The two fight before teachers intervene. Andy goes to Iona upset about what happens and asks for Iona's old prom dress to make a craft with.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. I, uh, I'd have to say, the phone thing, when they're talking on the phone, the, the 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 ringing of the phone trigger you at all? Like, for back in the day, like, when you hear a phone ring, like, the old school, like, it triggers me into that time period where, you know, you heard the phone, and you're like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. I get that little trigger. It's been a while, but it's still in there. You oh, know?
1: no. I'll tell you a phone trigger that I have. It yeah? was when, again, back when we still had house phones. Um, The first time I watched The Ring. Oh. No, no, no. But this was fucking crazy. So, you know how the phone rings? Yeah. This is the first time ever watching it. The scene where the phone rings. Not kidding. A split second after the phone actually rings at the house.
0: Oh.
1: It was like, dude, <laughs> holy fuck, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I was like, that's freaky shit. It was Was that
0: the movie? Is that the movie where they crawl out of the TV? Yes. Seven days. So what would you do if, if your phone rang and then your it TV was, was black and white? so <laughs>
1: fucking freaky, dude. Oh, that'd be awesome. It was seriously like, it was just like one of those perfect moments to have that ever happen when you're watching a movie.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: Holy shit. It's like, but it was like, that was like the best scare ever. It was just like, the yeah. time was amazing. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. So that's a phone yeah. taker. It yeah. Which is funny because I, like, I don't get, you know, and- like you know this, like my wife's always like talks about this. How I don't, I don't get jump scared in movies.
0: Yeah, that'll get you.
1: You know that one did, that did.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it definitely that would get me too. If, uh, but it I was, don't. It's yeah.
1: awesome. It's actually like such a cool memory because it was like so
0: fucking perfect that that phone. Rang yeah, right then. It's like holy shit. Hey, hey, I'm with you. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling your energy. I'm feeling it now this is like in here, get back to here. She's talking about where in this, this is where she starts confronting him about him being an asshole in the hallways. Right. Yes. And I think that Blaine is no better than Steph in some ways, because at least Steph can, or or Blaine, or at least, uh, Steph, um, let's see, Blaine does his shit to her face. Like he's really, he is lying to her bold face. Yeah. At least Steph is honest right up front who he is and what he wants. I think in a way Blaine is no better than him because he's willing to be manipulated and then obviously parrot things he doesn't really believe right to her face. Like he actually isn't as great of a guy as you might think. Like, why would you fight for that? I yeah I don't understand that. Um
1: I'm not that doesn't make Blaine better because yeah. he's not doing it to her face. He's calling her a piece of trash to everybody, even though he secretly likes her.
0: Yeah. So he's not doing he's, that to a yeah.
1: face. So he's a piece of shit, too. Um, I'm going to get my. pieces g- of shit. I got to give go him ahead. a generic here. All right. Here you go. Uh. Blaine crying. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, oh, oh God. Yeah. That's just, that's was cringeworthy. It's bad. Sorry. I yeah. just can't. No, that was bad.
0: Yeah, I've got some. I got some interesting commentary here. We're gonna go Little over
1: crocodile tears. Uh, yeah, so,
0: but I don't. I have some things about the the prom and stuff. I'll, I, let me read the next section, and I want to get it because this is where I have some really things I want to discuss. Okay. Okay, I want to. I want to do this, and then I got some things I want to talk about. Using the fabric from Iona's dress and the dress that her father had bought, Andy creates a pink prom dress. When she arrives at the prom, Andy has second thoughts about braving the crowd on her own until she sees Ducky. They reconcile and walk into the ballroom hand in hand. As a drunk, Steph begins mocking the couple. Blaine confronts him and finally realizes that Steph resents Andy because she had turned down his advances and finally calls him out on his spoiled and entitled attitude. And Blaine tells Steph, that he no longer wishes to associate with him. Blaine shakes Ducky's hand and apologizes to Andy, telling her that he always believed in her and that he will always love her, kissing her cheek before walking out. Ducky can see that Blaine is not like the other rich kids at school and advises Andy to go after him, joking that he will never take her to another prom if she does not. Ducky then sees a girl smiling at him, signaling him to come over and dance with her. Andy catches up with Blaine in the parking lot, and they kiss and scene. So so let's get into this. This is so one of the things I want to talk about is the prom thing. Why is yep. was prom such a thing? And I swear I I kid you not. I believe the 80s helped make prom way more important than it really needs to be. Like it it's it's so important that I think it's damaging sometimes to teens. Yeah. And, and their social structure. Like I really believe that prom is a fucked up thing that feels like they put so much pressure on it, whether it's sexual relationships, being friends who you're seen with. Why would we put so much stock in this thing?
1: I think school dances in general, maybe because I never yeah, went I, to them.
0: I guess. Yeah, I, I prom, did a like, school- long time ago. I
1: went to prom, but I had never been to any other school dance
0: ever. I went to one prom and it wasn't even any of the ones I, I didn't go to my junior or senior. So I did not care. And yeah. I, and I really don't like them in general. Um, I think that they, like I said, there are so many people that they hurt, mm-hmm. like emotional trauma. I mean, real trauma people and, and and expectations of girls to do things that they wouldn't do on any other night of the yep. week. Uh, there's that uh, well, that's, just to me. That's why I do. We hold John Hughes. Uh, do we do we hold John Hughes accountable for some of his actions in this with 16 no. candles and this? No,
1: we praise him because he's showing. You what, don't he's he's showing what happens to kids, you think? I know
0: she's all that
1: he's showing what Mm -hmm. uh, she he's showing like, this is the shit kids actually go through. Yeah. The stuff they have to deal with because everything is huge at that age.
0: I guess it it is. You're saying it is
1: like, you're sitting here saying this, how damaging it is at that time in your life. Some of this stuff, that's what he's showing everybody. That's why John. Great. Because he (laughs) did show that it wasn't, it was like, he made movies that were smart for kids that
0: age to watch that you could fucking relate. To okay. Them. But here's, here's, here's where this is where we probably have the argument on this. Um, all right. Well, first of all, I want to say that I think that was a pregnancy dress. It looked like a muumuu that someone would have wore. Muumuu. Just want to throw it out there. Talk about emotional trauma. Uh, You know, that dress. Emotional it was promo. a horrible dress. It was uh, an ugly dress. <laughs> okay. But this movie, it I think it tells the wrong story. I think it tells the wrong moral. Because ultimately, this movie is boiled down to this. A rich guy getting what he wants. Rich guy gets the girl he wants. Poor guy does not. Who really yeah. appreciates her more. Yeah. That's what this movie gave us. But
1: the audience test audience kind of didn't want into. that. Test audience didn't want that. They didn't want her to end up with Ducky. Well, we do I know this. Let's I go, know into to the, go into let's, that. I know, but I'm I saying. got a
0: fact. I got a fact here. Okay. O- originally pretty in pink ended with Andy and Ducky ending up together, but that changed when John Cryer was cast. When John Cryer was cast. Remember, this is not a test audience at this time. Molly dropped the bomb that she would have been fine with the original ending if Robert Downey Jr. had played Ducky. Come on. Uh, But since it was me, she just couldn't see it. That's what Cryer said on the film's 2006 Everything's Ducky DVD edition. It was like, wow, so I'm that unattractive. Thanks, Maul. So that's interesting. And here's this. Though Deutsch wanted Cryer to play Ducky, the director seemed to later regret it. What I learned was... That there are no rules in the sense that life isn't fair, Deutsch said, and you couldn't ignore me, that thing we talked about. Ducky should have the girl, and it was all built for that, and it was designed for that, and I could have ended that way had I not fucked with one thing. I cast John Cryer. So, John if John Cryer was not cast, anybody else, the right ending happens in this movie. That's what that tells you. Mm. Um So... Now, I got a couple more facts that are interesting. During a 2010 Entertainment Weekly reunion, Ringwald said Ducky would have probably come out by now, and Cryer joked Ducky would have shown up to Gay Pride wearing his suspenders and no shirt. Uh, But Cryer said I I never quite saw him that way, but perhaps that's because I'm married now. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, Ringwald, Ducky doesn't know he's gay, Ringwald told out. I think he loves Andy in the way that my gay best friend always loved me. Crier contradicted Ringwald in an interview with zap to it. I want to stand up for all the slightly effeminate dorks that are actually heterosexual. Just cause the gaydar is going off, that doesn't mean your instruments aren't faulty. I've had to live with that, and that's okay. So he's not like you, a little bit it's effeminate, stuff. you know? Um, right? Yeah, I get it.
1: So I'm gonna throw this at you. I could see a world where Andy comes out.
0: You know that because of her how much she really liked Iona and maybe that it was,
1: she's got mommy issues. She also, yes. Now also her, you look at, she made, whether you say the right or wrong choice at the end, I don't know if there really was a right choice to be made. So
0: that's interesting you say that, that? Cause and, I have a fact on that.
1: And her father figure, it's like, you know, I think her view of men could be really skewed to the point that, yeah, maybe that's, you know, could lead or to... Or I don't
0: think I don't think how men treat her determines whether or not she's gay. I think she would already have that in her and it would just show her how she's really not attracted to the right people because and Blaine, she hasn't been going Blaine, out with um, the right people. Uh, Steph, yeah. I could totally see Steph, Steph coming out too. But here's this. Though, though Ducky didn't get the girl, Ringwald told Entertainment Weekly she thinks Andy and Blaine probably did not end up together, but Ducky and Andy ended up friends for life. So ducky and andy are still together but it's friends for life which tells me she's okay putting john Cryer in the friend zone for eternity what a fucking bitch just saying yeah
1: saying but uh yeah um i mean he he's a thirsty
0: he's a thirsty little dude
1: blaine did not deserve andy blaine never really did anything to deserve andy other than no other than tell steph off at the very end that's it
0: That's the only thing he did. It was a rich guy saying, I don't like the other rich guy. So go out with me. That's the re that's why, because I, I don't get it. Yeah. That's why, that's why when I watched this originally, I, you know, I think this is why I started tailing off on the John Hughes thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's, I think that's really what it is. I think it's also wasn't hitting
1: literally the only thing I think about is like for girls to watch this movie, like that's their fairy tale ending is to end up with the rich guy. The rich.
0: That's the thing. Why does it always have to be a rich thing? Poor thing. Why can't it just be normal dudes doing normal dude things? That's what I don't understand. I haven't understood this. Like, why does it always have to be rich against poor? Doesn't
1: make sense to me. Well, you had to, you know, which is weird. I mean, you have 16 Candles where you've got uh, Anthony Michael Hall is ducky. Yeah. Pretty much. And then Jake Ryan is... Blaine.
0: But Anthony Michael Hall, you're right. This is, this is 60 candles part two. Right. But, um, but Anthony Michael Hall, I would say ends up with her and Jake Ryan doesn't. I think he really does end up with her in that movie eventually because so? he is a nice guy. Yeah. Cause he really is a nice guy who doesn't sexualize women in cars Jake, at all.
1: <laughs> Jake Ryan
0: is the nice guy in that. No. no. Huh? He's not a nice guy in that movie. Yeah, he We'll get into that when we do that movie. But no, no. I'm not he gonna, is. I'm not going to litigate 16 Candles if we're not doing it. He's all right.
1: All right, all right, all right. We'll get into that later. That's fine.
0: I mean, a nice guy that, that talks about uh, a sophomore with... Uh, um, and he looks like he's 30 and <laughs> drinks and has a girlfriend that... Okay. Yeah. A real nice guy. Real he's nice saying. guy. He obviously... He's the greatest dude ever. Stand up! I no, wish I, I was Jake Ryan. That. I saying, wish I had those cheekbones and that Porsche. He's,
1: he's a better guy than Blaine.
0: Better guy than Steph, but I don't know about Blaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he's just yeah, he they're, they're, they're peeing in the same pod. They're peeing in the same pod. They just want their poor girl that looks up to them for their status and 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 and, uh, and defile them. That's really because you think about it. That's what it is. They they want the 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 uh, the person who's not in their world. It has less than them that looks up to them. They have this complex where they need to be that looked is, up to by their girl. No,
1: it's not that. I think so. You want a... I think that's what No, it, you're looking for more than a superficial bitch.
0: And that doesn't... Just because someone doesn't have a lot of money doesn't mean they aren't superficial. That's the one thing you got to learn. People can be superficial and be poor. Right. So I'm saying, that the, the criteria no, is... I'm, I'm talking
1: about comparing them. And we're talking about Jake Ryan. Andrew McCarthy, Blaine in this...
0: Yeah. Like,
1: he doesn't have any fucking conviction for anything. No. And I get both their characters. I would agree. I get... Now, this is high school, okay? So, yes, you are under pressure because you want to fit uh, in.
0: Correction. With- correction. High H- Hike school.
1: I was about hike to say school. that. I was about to say that afterwards, but I decided not to correct myself.
0: <laughs> hike school,
1: you're under pressure to fit in because you don't want to be ostracized. But at the same yeah. time, that's the difference there. Jake Ryan... He didn't care at this point. That's why he locks his girlfriend's no. hair in the door. Um, Blaine, that guy's just total pussy. Actually, and he has no fucking Ryan? conviction whatsoever
0: about okay. anything. We're gonna here it is, we're gonna do 16 candles, but I would say why Jake Ryan's an asshole. Because he gives his girlfriend to a freshman in a Rolls-Royce and says, Do what you want. She doesn't know who she is, anyways. Tells him to basically rape her when she's inebriated. No. I'm just
1: saying He did not. He was saying get her home.
0: No, he said he said he you she wouldn't know she won't know who you are. And and, and he implies that he should have her way with her. That's he implies it. He implies, watch it again.
1: All right. Just
0: saying. Rapey. It has a real rapey vibe to it. Okay. I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. The donga loved the movie. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know. <laughs> oh, sexy girl. But we got to do that movie all at right. some point. Just we not will. right now. <laughs> we will. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, but this one, I mean, Ducky should end ended up with the girl. We all know that. Everyone knows Ducky should end up with the girl because that's the – because if we really wanted the justice of the world to happen, it would be the guy who doesn't get what he wants all the time, gets, Listen, to, gets to fall in love with her. That's got, the thing. That's the problem.
1: Uh, we got the justice in the world with this. It. We did. It was called some kind of wonderful. Oh, or we got that or justice? The, we got everything that Pretty and Pink should have been in some kind of wonderful.
0: Yeah, or the thing I would say about this movie is that the the one most memorable scene in the movie is Ducky's dance thing. So we got to think that it's the justice is that while you know Blaine ends up with the girl. Ducky ends up with the most memorable scene, and no one gives a shit about that. Ducky him ended up with with uh, with her at the end at the end. Does it no one can no one cares? Oh, yeah. no one Hold watched.
1: on. Hey, Christy Swanson was his consolation prize. I think he did all right.
0: Was that who that was? Christy yeah. Swanson? I didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he did so, all right.
1: I'd say that's a happy ending for the duck man.
0: But you know they did that because of all the people who would like me would be like pissed, like, oh fuck that. Yeah, he fuck had to have somebody. Yeah. And fuck her and fuck. <laughs> so they're like, oh. We give him a little side angle over here. Hey, come over here, and party with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, a vampire slayer waiting over down oh, the hall. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that that's that's what I'm saying. He, at least he ended up with something. But that's but that is to an appeasement. That is not like justice. That's an appeasement. It's not justice. We deserve know. better. Do I have any more facts? Is that? Is I'm that just it?
1: saying. If if it was between Christy Swanson and Molly Ringwald,
0: which depends on what year. Christy Swanson and the we'll chase
1: in their prime. However you want to describe that, whichever you think it is. Is it
0: the movie, the chase with the Mark or with the, uh, yeah, Charlie
1: Sheen where they have sex in the moving car.
0: Yeah. And, it, and you were like, how, <laughs> yeah. but Hey, at at hundred mile an hour or whatever. Right, they're right. <laughs> <laughs> Now see, there's a trick they've never done in fast and furious. Yeah. you know, that's so true. that's so fast. I'm thinking that's the only way to get that done. Fast and furious. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Cause you got to watch the road. Yeah. Yeah. Lock going on.
0: Yeah. That's great. All right. So this is not a long one. It looks like, are you wanting to rate this up already? Oh, let's
1: rate it up. It's a John Hughes movie. We all love John Hughes movies. Um, As far as what I just said about Some Kind of Wonderful, I would watch Some Kind of Wonderful over Pretty and Pink any fucking day of the week. It is good. It gave us some interesting characters, especially Ducky. I mean, Ducky alone makes this a good movie as far as watchability because it's Ducky. And they made the right choice casting Ducky because that's an iconic character. Um, As far as John Hughes movies go, this is like, to me, a rung down for sure. This is one of my least favorites. It's mm. it's it's OK. I give it 14.
0: Wow. OK. Yeah. OK.
1: <laughs> OK. There's, we've already discussed there's so many problems with it that I mean, it just doesn't work.
0: I got it. I know I got it. I'm with you. I'm with you here. Let me let me go to my review. So just like you, I I agree. There are so many. If you were to say, Mike, tell me. Three John Hughes movies to watch. This would not be one of them. No,
1: tell me. Five, if you were to ask me, this would not be one of them.
0: <laughs> You're asking me three John Hughes movies not to watch. It's possible it could be on that list. That's that's the thing. Think of it that way. Yeah. Because that's how I view this. Like you said, there are. I think more than anything, the the what gives this movie um, any ability to to be okay is that it has a style to it because it's John Hughes, mm-hmm. and it has Ducky's uh, iconic dance scene. It, um without that it's pretty it, stale
1: it has style it has ducky and it has elements that you're looking for yes but it, it just has, isn't put together the right way
0: it's almost like they said hey we want to cash this check will you will you take it if i sign the back right. <laughs> like yeah that's like uh, at at the grocery store so because of that because it felt like um it just wasn't at, this is no way near a Ferris Bueller, a Breakfast Club, a Sixteen Candles, a Home Alone. We've done that one. Um, this isn't even anywhere near any other John Hughes movies. I gave it thirteen. That's where I was okay. at with it. I you and I are why I was surprised <laughs> that you were where I'm at.
1: Oh yeah, no. This is like, and I think another it's thing, right this,
0: above that, just above average.
1: It's just the the. It doesn't work. We already there's so many things that don't work in it, but like I said, the elements are there as far as what it feels like to be on different sides of the tracks, I guess, like people. I think can,
0: James Spader was a wasted character. In people this movie. can he relate. Was so to, good.
1: You know, I think here's another thing that I think um, this movie could have had more of John Cryer. If we had, I think some more uh, comedic elements, other characters like you had Andrew Dice yeah. Clay kind of thing. And you know, Iona, which, which more quirky than any than like
0: haha funny. Yeah, they weren't interesting. If yeah. you could
1: have added some more humor to it through some other characters, I think that would have helped too.
0: Made more made the ensemble a little better. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Maybe had another friend in there to bounce off of. Because Iona, the problem is, and and I think I get what you're saying because when you look at it, you have Ducky as her best friend, but they yeah. don't have anybody else in that crowd. And then she also has Iona, who's like a best friend, but they don't really meld those worlds as much together until they go to that club but that's by that time ducky's blowing up over over blaine so so but you never get like a which feels like a natural hang with some friends that she would be with on a normal night it doesn't yeah. feel like like it feels really contrived that's all i'm saying because you've got like, her other look, friend
1: at school who gets in trouble during volleyball, yeah. but then that's about it who's also fucking smoking in the gym what the hell how you get away he with doesn't. that how you, you get just away do. with that shit like they can't smell
0: that what the fuck Hey, 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 you saw Grease 2. How did they get away with smoking in the hallway? By swallowing it. Yeah, (laughs) put it in their mouth. Oh, (laughs) I love that. Grease 2, baby. Comes back in all of them. It does. It does, man. It manifests. Yeah, I love that movie. You want to do a a redo of the Grease 2?
1: No, I don't want to redo anything. Um. We've already done it.
0: Yeah, we're going to read, but we are going to redo. Of something later on this year but you have to look at our know. schedule to figure oh, out not. what it is
1: i'm not doing it i'm not redoing it yeah we are you, maybe uh, you're not
0: maybe you aren't gonna be here for an episode I won't be, i'll Looks be like okay. i'm going solo i'll be on
1: vacation that week um no i'm gonna I'm go not.
0: stalk me a new host like i told you how i stalk you my
1: hosts i'm not doing sloppy <laughs> <snacking>. <laughs> it's
0: not sloppy it's better no it's like a it's like going to the buffet and and seeing that your favorite dish is still there and fresh and ready and am, you get to eat it again
1: i am fundamentally love you can do that Buffets? Solo. No. Fuck you. Rehashing movie we've already done. You can do that. We're
0: doing it. We're doing it. We're not, he can, I'm can't not. help
1: it. I'm not. I can help so, it. I can easily help it. So you I did, won't show up. You
0: didn't. Hey.
1: I will hey, not tell
0: us where this. You. you what was our average? Um, you never told average, us what our average was on this movie and our, where it ended up.
1: We are at 13 and a half. Now, here's what's fucked up about this. Put
0: it, what company we got?
1: Um. We are tied with because of your Stupid fucking cocksucking ass with hocus pocus at 13 and a half because you gave that four and a half stars, which makes you an evil bitch. Um, F nine, 13.
0: Oh, <laughs> F nine better than this way better. Oh, because of your stupid ass hackers, 13.
1: hackers, 13 and a half.
0: That's about right.
1: You gave it 10. I gave it 17.
0: That's about right.
1: 13.375. Sweet home, Alabama.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a very shitty pile. which is funny because people love- 13 and a half
1: dead man on campus.
0: That's <laughs> not a great movie except for Carla. Beautiful, beautiful man. Beautiful, beautiful man. Uh. <laughs> oh. So there we are. Oh. That's, it. That's what we got. So yeah, if you don't agree with this, please let us know that we shit on your movies. If you think that we're getting it wrong and uh, here's what you can do. Um, if you would like to think we would like to thank you for listening. Remember, you can go to our website. So pop for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. We also post our schedule there as well. Remember, you we are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Twitch channel and you can comment and chat with us on all of those things. Now we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. They have these new cookies at the cookie stand. You have to try them. They're awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. An autonomous unit for mid-mall snacking. As always, <laughs> we would like to thank everyone for listening. We really enjoy doing these, even though it sounds like Anthony's an asshole. He really is an okay guy sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes? When I'm drinking. Is there anything else you got going on? Anything uh, else that, thank go you
1: with? guys for listening, putting up with that dipshit over there. Um, I know you. All right have to just like I do. But, you know, that's what we do. But check us out, go to the website, leave some comments, some reviews, make some suggestions.
0: Request request Anthony to be more active on social media so that he's the one who has to answer you and not me. That's what I want. I want people to to talk to you. Ask for me. Yes,
1: please do.